What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be talking all about like having the right tools as leaders and in general in life and why it makes such a big difference to have the right tools. So um, we're going to get into it here in just a minute. Cube theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome. So glad you guys are still here. It's been a pretty wicked cool day. And actually, I apologize for my voice. It's been like, kind of feel like Tony Robbins almost, right? I know I know how he feels now. I could never figure out why he's like, man, I can't talk all day or whatever. When you go to one of his events, he he's only there for two out of the four days now. But it's I've been talking straight for over a week now. It seems like every single day without a day off. You know, we were at the Mid-American Truck Show for three or four days and then for four days, three days, right? And then flew home. And then the next day I was in, went up to see some clients, did a whole bunch of training up there for the next three days, got home yesterday. I had a bunch of meetings throughout the day by about two o'clock. My voice is shot. And I'll be real honest with you. I'm recording this at like four o'clock in the morning. Maybe, maybe mine be a little bit later now. I don't know. I have to look at the clock, but anyways, Today, I was thinking about it, and I was, I was checking out this picture behind me that Jay from Riggs and Raj drew for us, and uh, one of those that I just absolutely love, love his, love his talent, love what he's got going on, and I got to think about it, and I was like, man, I wonder if I could draw pictures like that if I had to write tools, and the truth is, I probably couldn't, <laughs> but I could probably get a lot better than what I draw on my little whiteboard over here by sketching it at it, but what really came up to me was like, I was that that peaked to the next question, which was like, how do we get the right tools as leaders? How do we get the right tools in our jobs? How do we how do we like go out and find them? And why is it so important to have the right tools in our jobs? And so I was, you know, as as I pondered this, and it's something I've talked about before, but I was like, man, I've never made a podcast on this, never made a blog on it, never done any of this stuff. So I was like, man, we just we better like I want I want to give it a shot and see how it goes. So I don't have any notes in front of me. I don't got anything. I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants. So it might be a little scatterbrained and hectic today, but y'all know me. I'm always off chasing squirrels and shiny things. It seems like in the middle of a podcast anyways. So my, uh, <laughs> just stick with me. I promise it'll be a good point in the end. Um, when, when we talk about using the right tools and finding the right tools, number one, let's talk about like why we want to find the right tools. Okay. So the big reasons why we want to find the right tools are because like if we don't have the right tools to use, the job takes five times longer. Number one, it takes longer. Number two, it's more aggravating to do the job, right? And then number three, it's like, it, it's not fun, right? When we don't have the right tools, it's not fun. So, so let's talk about, you know, why it takes longer. So the, the big thing that I came up with is like, I, so, you know, I, I work with a lot of builders. I work with some, some guys who sell lumber and stuff like that. And, and, you know, personally, Sorry, I had to get a drink, guys. My throat is just crackly this morning. And, and you know, when I used to, like, drive truck and stuff like that a lot. I don't drive as much anymore. But, um, like, I I got to where I could roll 
roll uh, straps and I was driving a truck by hand without any issues, right? And I could do them really tight. And then I found a, a strap roller that was a really simple tool that I could use that allowed me to roll them true and straight and half the time is rolling them by hand with half the effort. Okay, so so like I had to find the right tool in order to to make the job go faster, right? It sped me up when I got the right tool. I could roll twice as many straps. It took me half the time to tie down, to roll up straps after I'd unload my load. So instead of spending 15, 20 minutes rolling up straps, I was spending two and a half. Right? And then I found out they put them on the end of a power drill and it's like even less time now, right? You just take a quarter's drill with you and you roll up all your straps. Not saying it's good, not saying it's bad, never used one. I just used one by, by you know, the little canned reel ones and they worked out great, but so having the right tools makes the job go faster, right? Which in turn makes it more enjoyable, right? Would you agree with that? Like the faster you get something done, the more enjoyable it is because then you get to live in the fruit of your efforts instead of struggling through those efforts as well. Like everybody wants to be a millionaire. Everybody wants to be this great giant leader that's perfect, that's awesome, that's got all this stuff. But if you don't have the experience to get there, if you don't have the tools to help you make it happen, it's not going to be easy, right? And, and the struggle from here to here... <laughs> is not easy either, right? Getting through that, all those trials, but that's what makes us good at what we do. It's learning from them. So, so the first reason we want to have the right tools is, sorry, so that we can get the job done faster and more efficient, right? So we enjoy it more. The second reason we want to do it is, uh, man, I can't remember what the heck was the second reason now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot already. The second, the second reason I should be really like making notes down as I go. The second reason that that we want to, you know, find the right tools is is to like make our life easier, right? And and it's not it's not necessarily just for speed, but it's it's for accuracy and consistency. Because let's face it, like let's say I don't have a tool for hiring somebody, and I do it differently every single time, and I never get and, and I really like the way I got results one time, but I don't ever I don't know what it is again, right? So it's it's really hard unless I have a tool that I follow that helps me get through this. So like. For us, when we hire, we've got like this four or five step part. And actually, we've been looking at hiring somebody now for a month and a half. And that's about how long it takes to get through a hiring process. Now people are like, man, how do you wait that long? How do you do this? Well, it's because we don't fire, right? It's not that we don't fire, but we don't like to fire. We like to get the right people on our team the first time. So we spend a really long time going through our process to get them hired. And, and usually there's a, you know, they there's the discovery process where they discover our application, they discover our, our ad or our our posting, right? A lot we haven't we don't do a lot of paid ads for job hiring, but they we they discover it. Then there's the initial step where they they make yeah, they make contact, they're like, Oh hey, I'm really interested in this, blah blah blah. Or they apply through it through Indeed or wherever we're advertising on, wherever we're posting it at, Facebook, whatever. And then from there, there's the next step, right, which is where we send them to our website and they go through and they look at the job ads again and they make sure that they're a good fit for that. And then they do a culture index and then they submit their resume to us via email. And that that's, you know, a great tool as well to use that makes our life easier because that culture index says, hey, this person's got a lot of drive. Hey, this person's really consistent. You know, if you don't have a lot of drive, you're probably not going to be great in a manager's aspect. But if you're really consistent, you're going to be you know, somebody who pays really close attention to details and stuff like that. And so, you know, we kind of work through all that as well. Sorry, guys, just taking another drink to keep my throat growing here. <clears throat> and uh, then after that, 
right? Then we go through a four inter four step interview process as well. So it's a long drawn out process. And then if you're going to be working in the field with us, a lot of times we'll bring you in for a day to work with us to make sure that you're the right. We'll pay you to come in for a day to work with us to make sure that you're the, the right person to be on the job. Because there is nothing worse than having somebody move across country or leave what they know or a good job to come to work for you and then not work out after a day because you interviewed them, you liked the way they interviewed, but they didn't know anything about what they're supposed to be doing, right? And so we kind of work through that as well, and it's a great process. And we go through one final interview with, with you know, talking funds and financing and stuff like that and what it's going to take to get them out here or what it's going to take to bring them on. So, you know, that's just kind of part of what we've got going with that. And that's just, that's one tool that we use for hiring. Like we've got a systematic process that we use for hiring. That's a tool and having that tool makes a big difference. Okay. And then, um, you know, the other thing is like making it enjoyable. And, and I think a lot of times we forget about making things enjoyable whenever we go through them. It's like, okay, let's just get this done, bust through it, make it happen, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the way it should work. It should be enjoyable as you go through it. And, you know, I have to say, like, I'm kind of crazy. I enjoy DOT. I enjoy regulation. I enjoy arguing. I enjoy all that good stuff that comes when you get into this. It's not arguing with drivers, arguing with cops and crap like that. We're fighting one ticket right now in Utah because a cop's an idiot. But we're going to keep fighting it because we're not done yet. But my point is, is like, I, I'm kind of crazy. I enjoy that stuff. A lot of people hate confrontation. A lot of people hate uh, regulation and stuff like that. And so, you know, we went and we built the tool dot docs, D-O-T-D-O-C-S.com. And uh, it's a, it's an online based software. It's absolutely phenomenal. You know, anywhere you have web access, you can get to it. We're working on building an offline base in the near future and an app for your phone. But as long as you got an internet connection, a browser, you can access it and get to all your documents. <sighs> Sorry about that, guys been a long week anyways it's it's really exciting and it's really fun and like it makes it kind of fun to do dot compliance i was talking to actually chatting with somebody yesterday and they've got you know 100 100 ish employees something like that and uh and they they asked me they said what do you what do you think like what which route would you go what would you do how would you get there and i said oh, if it was me i would do this and if you want to start doing this you could go down this route and they're like man this tool is gonna make my life so much easier as soon as we get in and we start using it, I was like, yeah, and, you know, we'll help you get it set up, blah, blah, blah. So we kind of work through all this stuff and, and just seeing them get excited about DOT compliance was crazy cool because they weren't excited about it. <laughs> to begin with, they were dreading it. They were like, look at these stacks of paper they had on their desk. And they were like, oh, my gosh, this sucks. What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? How am I going to make this happen? And, and they just, they weren't excited about it. And so to be able to get somebody excited by giving them the right tool makes all the difference in the world, right? Sorry, guys, my throat is like gone today. If you can't hear it, it's not, not what it typically is. It's all deep. Um, my, uh, I feel kind of silly talking about it, but um, anyways... So, so like another example that I have for the right tool, like having the right tool and making the job easier and how you can upgrade your tools as well is, is, uh, so like I built my own house with my own two hands. We hired out a couple things. I had one, one grandfather that wanted to help me out and he had, 
it was during the recession, the last recession, when there was absolutely no building going on, like at all. I think we were like one of the only permits pulled in the county at the time. It was crazy. And uh, everybody thought we were crazy for building too. But anyways, um, I always do stuff when everybody thinks I shouldn't. But my point is, is that uh, we, 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 I built the whole house from the ground up. I designed it. I built the blueprints on a computer program. I sketched it out. I made it what I wanted. What we wanted is a family, Jenna and I, for our kids and, and to grow up in and stuff like that at the time. So we sketched it out. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Sketch it out on a blueprint. And then and then after we got that, we went and got takeoffs for it, figured out what it was going to cost us, worked through all that process, right? We we used different tools throughout this process, and different people had different tools. We got takeoffs. We figured out what, you know, all the costs. We went to the bank. We, we were going to get a loan from the bank to build the house. We ended up getting one after getting denied nine or ten times. You know, I think it was on the ninth bank that we went to. We finally got approved. And that's because we went to a branch. It already denied us at the main banks. We went to a branch to try again and, and got approved out there. Um, funny thing, still do business with that bank today. It's one relationship. Giving one person a chance can change your life. But that's for a whole nother podcast, right? Um, my point is, is like we use different tools throughout this process to get there. And then when we got to where we were framing this house, built it, you know, get <laughs> Had to get tools to do the concrete. Didn't I had some buddies had some tools. So let me borrow some of their tools. You got to have the right tools for the right job. I couldn't imagine troweling, you know, our house is like 1,700 square feet. No, I think it's 2,200 square feet, actually. I couldn't imagine troweling 2,200 square feet of concrete by hand. And we have concrete in the basement, concrete upstairs, and, you know, it's all over. And in the garage as well, the 1,200-foot garage, there's concrete there. And uh, it's it's just crazy you know, not having the right tools. But the one that really sinks home to me the most is like about having the right tools and how you could do stuff if you don't have the right tools, but it's not as enjoyable, it's not as fast, and it's not as efficient, right? And, and again, you don't enjoy it. Like you're going to wear yourself out doing it, so you don't love it. It's like when we got to framing the walls. So when we first started framing the walls, I, I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, I, I got to go out and buy a hammer. So I went and bought a hammer because I was going to frame all the walls with a hammer. <clears throat> we started framing some walls. I did by myself first couple nights. And then uh, my dad, loved the guy to death, awesome guy, comes comes out next day and he goes, hey, got something for you. Go check the back of my truck. Go look in the back of the truck and there's a nail gun out there in a case. Open the nail gun. There's a box of nails there next to it. He goes, here you go. Here you, you know, I'll own it. You use it. I said, okay. We don't have an air compressor. He goes, look in the back seat of the truck. So we're looking in the back seat of the truck and he bought an air compressor and a hose. And so then we hooked up the air compressor and ran the nail gun. Well, I I was able to build five times as many walls with that nail gun in the same amount of time as with a hammer, and I wasn't near as tired. I think that first night I built like three walls after work. And the next night after work, whenever I had the nail gun, I built like fifteen walls. You know? Like it was way more enjoyable. And then I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, man, could I have done this without a hammer? And the answer is yes, I could do it without a hammer. I could have picked up a rock and driven nails because I've driven nails with a rock before on the farm. You know, you got to drive the stake in the ground or something. You get a big rock if you don't have a hammer. But it's not as enjoyable to use a rock as it is to use a hammer. And it's not as much fun to use a hammer as it is to use a nail gun. 
And with each step, with each tool that I got that made my life easier, yes, they cost more. A rock is free. You can buy a hammer, a good hammer, for 20 bucks. You know, maybe 40 or 50 if you buy a really high-tech one that's, like, aeronomical and, and crazy, right? Like, I think the hammers that I had bought were, like, 20 to $40 at the time. And a nail gun costs three or 400 bucks. Actually, probably closer to five. What you got the, you know, the $100 nail gun, the... the box of nails and then the air compressor for two or three hundred bucks and then the hose for another 20 or 30 or 40 bucks or two hoses 40 bucks each right and then couplers and stuff like that but but like each tool incrementally costs me more but it saved me so much time which made it more enjoyable so in the end if i wouldn't have had a nail gun you know we built this house in one year even like we moved into it we were living in it within a year from when we got the construction loan i think it was 14 months from when i started excavating because i started digging dirt before i had the loan yeah i know i do stuff i put the car before the horse a lot but it's okay i like that i enjoy that. that's the way i do life that's the way it happens but my my point is is like that's my motivation get started then you got to get finished <laughs> my point is is that like when you're when you're using tools, when you're looking at tools, don't get caught up in what they cost. Don't get caught up in the overall price of it to begin with, because that initial investment is going to be a little bit of money. Right. But then after that investment is over, after you get invested in it, then guess what happens? It goes so much faster, so much more enjoyable. You get so much more out of it, so much more production done, right? So, like, I look at Dot Docs, and personally, you know, whenever I first started in the DOT world, I was managing a couple hundred drivers, right? And for this company, probably about 400 drivers. We had 1,200 employees, and I think out of, out of that, like, 800 people were drivers. And I was managing all the drivers, not just the commercial drivers, all the drivers, and we had files on all of them and everybody had to do different things. We had different training requirements and blah, blah, blah. And I had this massive spreadsheet that I used to track it all. And I would spend half a day in the spreadsheet, right? Just trying to see what's next, see what needs to be done. And, uh, and, and then, you know, got hired by another company. And, and uh, that was after I started my business. They hired me to come in and help them get into compliance. And they already had a software they were paying six 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 figures a year for the software for a thousand employees and i was like oh my gosh right i can I tell you you know they were paying like seven dollars a month per driver they had they had thousand drivers and something like that at all their companies but not only that they had a 50 percent attrition rate which means that they hired 500 people every single year and they charged them 50 dollars per driver to onboard that driver because they're having to go through the paperwork manually and it it wasn't good it was all bad and then they were like nine nine percent compliant whenever they i got there to help them out so it's it's a little it's 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 like you know god gave me that for a story so that i could tell you know about having the right tools and and what i could do and to give me that that major win to take 400 drivers from nine percent compliant to 98 percent compliant 35 days right and that's that's one company and they were already paying a lot of money for software. So it's kind of crazy what the way that all works. Now that that's like that's like why we built dot docs though, right? Is because when we get into that, having the right tools makes all the difference in the world. And and if we can make our lives simpler, like I, I was telling you guys, you know, I was managing 
800 drivers or 400 drivers or something like that. I think it was 800 altogether. And then they pulled the regular drivers out. I didn't have to manage them anymore because I was DOT. And then, and then they got acquired. And then I went from managing 800 drivers to add another couple hundred drivers to that by the other companies and helping these other companies get into compliance because they weren't. Right. And then we started moving up through that and helping them get where they needed to be and having those conversations with them. But my, I, I wish that I would have had a tool like this because I can tell you that right now I'd been in compliance for man, six years, five years, whenever, whenever I was starting to handle a thousand plus drivers. And it was a full-time job just to handle the drivers. Full-time, 100%, no questions asked. It was a full-time job just to do driver files for a 1,000 drivers for one person. And it's because because it was not simple, right? It was doing off a spreadsheet and lots of communication and nothing was automated. Well, you know, the, the truth is, is that they wouldn't invest in a tool because it costs too much, right? They looked at it and they said, this, this is going to cost us way too much. And I said, okay, well, how do we get it to where it's better, right? How do we get it to where we can, you know, do something? How do, how do I, I just kept doing with what I was doing. And now, now that we built Dot Docs, I have one lady that works for me. She's amazing. I absolutely love her to death. She manages, she's been with us for eight months and she manages almost a thousand drivers on her own and does it part time. She's also doing a bunch of other stuff, not just managing drivers. She does, you know, IFTA and all kinds of crap for like eight different companies, right? Pulling permits, doing this, doing that, doing a bunch of different service items. She's, she's been like, and, and she never worked in DOT or trucking before. She worked for a horse ranch and she came to work for us. And because she's got the right tools, it's not hard. It's not as hard, I should say. There's still a learning curve. Don't get me wrong. Anytime you get a new tool, there's a learning curve. But because she has the right tools to use, she enjoys what she does. And she's super successful. And her compliance rating is like 98%. If you ever get to 100% of compliance, my gosh, call me. Because there's always somebody missing some document somewhere. And you try everywhere. So 98 is, is phenomenal, right? And I know that. Hers is like 98.6 all the time. Or like all of her company, a lot of her companies are 100% compliant because she stays, she, she communicates with them, right? She uses the tools she has. But my point to all this is, is like, it's an investment up front. I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into dot docs to get it to where it's a good tool. And it's something we built. We're selling it for pennies on the dollar to people. I think, I think for a subscription right now, and it could change, don't quote me on this. It's like, 50 employees, 50 drivers is like $1,000 a year to manage all of your driver files. And, and you get like two learning management courses, right? And then and then if you go to like 2,500 bucks a year, which is still a drop in the bucket, you're going to spend more than that in a month on an employee to do all this stuff. You get unlimited drivers, unlimited courses, all this stuff. And, it's, and like early releases to our new stuff. And so as it comes out, like it's crazy. It's crazy what you can get off of this and how it works. And so, you know, those tools are an investment. It's not free. It's not cheap. And, and, but, but it's pennies on the dollars compared to what you're going to spend. I mean, whenever I was doing compliance for a thousand plus guys, I was making over six figures a year easily and had to take home truck. It was traveling all the time. I would say that personally, I was probably, you know, a $250,000 a year employee ish 
right between my wages and benefits and how much I traveled and what I did and how it worked. And I mean, travel costs a lot, don't get me wrong, but it, was, it costs the company. It didn't cost me. And, and, you know, there were times that I would drive and take my family with me and I was still working throughout the day, but my family was doing their thing. That's the way we work, right? That's for a whole new vlog. We're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to do one of these podcasts on working remotely because I'll tell you what, I've learned a lot hiring other people and doing it myself and not everybody is me, but at, again, the right tools in the right place and the right mindset and everything we talk about all goes into that. So guys, hope you've enjoyed this. I apologize for, for <laughs> drinking coffee throughout this. I apologize for my voice. I apologize for, for not probably showing up 110% today like I always do, but I'm glad that we got it done. I'm glad that we're here. And I got to say this, if you didn't like the content in here, what the heck are you still doing here? <laughs> Go away. Don't waste your time. If you did like it, leave us a review. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media. Tell your buddy about it. Guarantee you probably heard about it from some email or somebody or, or somebody telling you, man, you should check this out. This is good stuff here. And it's only getting better. I'm on episode like 59 and I'm finally finding my voice and getting comfortable. When I first started, oh man, I recommend going back and listening to the first ones because they're just fun to listen to because you can see how bad I sucked. <laughs> listen to, start from the beginning and listen to them till now because you'll see the growth and you'll be like, man, if Dan can do that, so can I. But <laughs> then we turned into videos and man, I'm still figuring out videos. So hopefully they're okay. But, uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you're here. Follow me on Instagram. Got a new TikTok account. That's kind of cool. It's the real Dan Greer. So now you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter with all the same names. Real Dan Greer. Yep, real. Dan Greer was gone. Some other fool stole that. He ain't the real one. I'm the real one. So <laughs> the real real Dan Greer, at Real Dan Greer. And on Facebook, um, you just got to search for me. And on LinkedIn, it's, you know, Daniel Greer. But, uh... Got to find a way to like make all those handles the same throughout. I have to hire somebody to help me with that, find the right tools. If you got any hints on that, let me know. Um, just, just hope you guys enjoy your day. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you learned a lot. Chat with you later.